This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick, and I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I hate wrestling, but I do love movies. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of loving from me. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping that I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, cause we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes. Today, folks, we've got something special for you. This is a bonus episode of You Should Love Wrestling, where we watched WWE Films' first major motion picture release, the 2006 horror film, See No Evil. Mm-hmm. See No Evil stars WWE superstar Kane as Jacob Goodnight, a slasher movie villain <laughs> hell-bent on killing and removing the eyes of a group of delinquents who have been tasked with cleaning up the rundown hotel that Jacob calls home. Mm-hmm. For those that aren't familiar, WWE Films is the movie production studio arm of World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah. So okay. I guess uh, we've set up the movie. What did you guys did you guys like? See no evil. What did you guys think? Just that synopsis was hard to get through. It, <laughs> it was just hard to get through that paragraph. That whole the whole movie was. I mean, if we're yeah, we'll just get right into it. Overall yeah. thoughts. That movie it's a horror movie written by WWE starring Kane. Right. They it never a, say Jacob Goodnight once in the movie. Huh. Yeah, I didn't. I I nicknamed him Cino. I just Cino. Cino oh, yeah, okay. is evil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not what I was thinking, but no, yeah. I got it. Uh, Gotta keep it know, wrestling related. But it's uh, uh, I, this movie was like such a weird fucking thing from moment one. Ugh. But did you guys? I, I I found this out on accident. It was directed by Gary Dark, oh, ex porn director. I got notes uh, and notes. You know, it's on porn. He's an ex porn director. Somebody called him the Steven Spielberg yes. of softcore porn. Yes, and I was like, and how and, did he get this? And down? the Martin Scorsese of the erotic thriller. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like what? I mean, I the, adult... the movie felt very Scorsese-esque. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But also sure. very pornographic. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so porny. Oh, my God. I yeah, There was definitely like a shot where like a woman was in the shower where mm-hmm. it was just like, it's my time to shine, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it was one of the better shots <laughs> in the film. Yeah. That was uh, a lot of care went into the movie. I got to tell you. Like, just like oh, I can, I can coast through a scene like this. I can <laughs> so, film, I can film, I can film chicks in showers all day. I'm whatever dark. <laughs> Gary is right? he American? I didn't even look. Right? I, don't I don't know, know that because yeah. I, I would be curious. So when we mock him, we know whether or not to put on a faux accent <laughs> in this. I mean, to yeah. me, he sounds like. Oh, he's from L.A. Okay, oh, okay, great. Yeah, hey, dude, I'm, Car- I'm Gregory Dark. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so overall, the movie was pretty weird to me. Like, oh god, that's it. It really felt like a. It felt less like a horror film and more like somebody who was a fan of horror films trying to make a horror film. Yeah, yeah, that's like it felt, very it, like accurate. It, like it yeah. felt like it sort of like hit all the beats of a horror film. Yeah, um, it there, fe- like it felt like everything was there, but it still it felt like a copy of a horror film yeah. and not like a horror film that was yeah that was the thing i think i noticed like right away is like there was no plot to it it just was like here's a little bit of setup and then we're just watching them kill people and there was like there was no trying to real escape there was no real you know mo it was just like yeah just killing people just going through the motions one after another this reminded me of back in college we like everybody does in college we used to we used to go to our local, what we had was called a movie gallery. We used to go to the local movie gallery, which was the name of the chain. And we used to rent the worst directed DVD movies of all time. Oh, yeah, yeah. same. I used to I've, do that, too. I've sat through Aquanoids. 
<laughs> I've sat through Dark Harvest 1 and Dark Harvest 2, The yeah. Maze. Masterpiece. I know how... Uh, I've sat through Sick, Serial Insane Clown Killer. They were all better um, than this piece of shit. Uh, this is so bad. And this came out in 2006, and that yeah. was a decade ago, and I didn't want to see it then. Yeah. And I could have lived five more decades of my life, and I doubt I have that much <laughs> left in the tank. We'll see. We'll see. I could have lived 11 more decades, and I could have went my whole life never watching this movie. Yeah. So, I want it. Why didn't we watch Beyond the Mat? Why? Yeah, why? Something, something should be stated. Yeah. Like, I, I suggested that we watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Nick, like, fought me tooth and nail. Yeah. It's like, like it's a wrestling podcast. And yeah. I was like, and like, Steven's been suggesting, like, oh, we should try to watch, like, a wrestling do some, movie and, like, yeah. do, do something Kane's different. Kane's in it. I'm so, like, this and, is. Like, okay. and, and Nick was just like, what about Beyond the Mat? What about and then like and then I think that, like, we shadows. finally agreed on wrestling with shadows. We sent that to Steven and Steven was like, "No man, no, watch see no evil." <laughs> I, I and just jo- said, "I just said it was exhausting to watch all of this wrestling. Yeah. It'd be nice to watch one thing that's not wrestling." And I already had this conversation with Joey, and then you sent your little description, and then my response was just, "See no evil, do it." <laughs> uh, it was so sad. It was so bad. I'm glad we watched oh. it. I kind of am too. I mean, even though I hated everything I about wanna, it. Like, okay, so uh, see, yeah, see no evil. It's um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't really go too much about it in the synopsis in the uh, no. synopsis up top, but uh, it it basically it's like it's the stereotypical horror movie where mm-hmm. like a bunch of like kids in juvenile hall or jail or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. like are sent to this like rundown hotel right. to clean it up and like they get for working happens. for three days they get like a month off their parole or whatever yeah. and it's just month. sort of there, there is like a classic genre of like. One location cheap horror yeah. movie. Yeah. Sure, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, and this, this is, isn't one of them, but yeah. that is I mean, a thing. This is a, this is should be a cheaper movie than it is. Like this was eight million dollars as the budget, oh, and it, it should really? have been eight, well, WWE had eight hundred dollars. I gotta like. tell you right away, you know how good this movie is going to be because of the opening credit font choice. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I it's like remember. it's like a Rob Zombie style distressed font yeah like downloaded from Acid Fonts in yeah. 2002 just a, just a very like one of those old terribly designed it's yeah. so I just right away I'm like oh god just these yeah. titles make the me want to kill myself so, cheap. so me, but it starts with the first scene is like it starts with is like these two cops and they go into they get a they get some call I guess they go to a house and then they hear a woman screaming they bust mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. They go to see this woman, and then all of this this one cop's like looking around. She's like crying. I don't know what's going yep. on. So one cop's looking around. He gets axed the fuck down. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was pretty funny. That was pretty axed. funny. He, I've never seen somebody get axed so hard uh, in anything. And then the cop, his partner, just like watches this like closely. He doesn't shoot. He like takes a second to like take it all in while his, his partner, partner is. Huh, yeah, seen his, I get axed before. His <laughs> partner, who we like, kind of think is going to be the main guy. In the yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. But so the. So then uh, he watches his partner get axed, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he swing. The, the guy comes at him, uh, and he cuts off uh, main cop's arm, mm-hmm. uh, and then the cop shoots him, and yep. then he runs away. And yeah, we think he's going to be the star of the movie. We're like, oh, yeah. this is the guy. Cop who gets his arm chopped off. I would. Yeah. It took me a couple of seconds to figure out who he was. I decided that he. I don't care who the actor is. I don't yeah. give a flying rat fuck what the character's name is. I've fuck decided. <laughs> I've decided that he looks like a combination of. Christopher Lambert and David Carradine and I have officially dubbed him Chris David Lamberdine. <laughs> so if you could please call him La- So if you could please Lamberdine. call him Lamberdine throughout the rest of this okay, I'd appreciate. No, no, it. So Lamberdine, I'm going to do my best. Okay, great. Lamberdine. Something else to note is that um the woman who was crying it was yeah. revealed that she did not have eyes. And and surely she will be 
seeing no evil. She won't be yeah. seeing uh, no evil. And then, uh, you know, cut to four years in the future. Yeah, this cop do. gets assigned to, like, watch yeah. over these delinquents. They right. go to this hotel. It's revealed that uh, Jacob Goodnight, Kane's character, <laughs> who we don't steals know people's... Name. He basically, like, steals people's eyes mm-hmm. because... His like mom abused him. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, that basic, was, basically, like we didn't like, fucking know that was coming. like basically like <laughs> you the seen way- Psycho? <laughs> Good enough. That's yeah. what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's like the way. It's like it's like his mom locked him in a cage when he was younger and like made him look at porn. Yeah, and he would like jerk off to the porn and then she would say what a like dream see an evil. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, you better not see no evil, boy. <laughs> then, like, you better I, not be seeing none of that evil. And then I think at some point it cuts to like she like rips some lady's eye out. She like ties the lady up in up in their house. Yeah, her eye real out. weird like S and M scene. The mom. Like, yeah, yeah. My mom was weird around women, but like that's a lot. <laughs> like just <laughs> well, to- <laughs> my mom was pretty rude about women, but ripping somebody's eyes out a little much. Get like, out of here, like, woman! Like I do think that yeah, like you're, you're seeing evil. Yeah, another don't- woman. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know, like, even being a weird kid like that, just, like, watching your mom tie some girl up to your bed and, like, mm-hmm. call her Wait, a in the whore. movie or in your upbringing? Oh, in my upbringing. <laughs> in the movie. Oh, this in the movie. In the movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, but he doesn't do anything. He's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with this. I basically understand <laughs> yeah. why this um, would happen. And then um, throughout the movie, he, like, he kills people with this big hook. He, mm-hmm. like, rips their eyes out. Yeah. Keeps them in mason he jars. fingers their eyes yeah, out. Yeah, because he's never he cut his their... nails in his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got he... the longest, thickest nails. Wooden plank nails. <laughs> yeah. He, like, he fingers their eyes out. They're about half an inch thick, and he just scoops their eyes out. Like, there's a weird subplot where, like, one of the kids thinks there's, like, money hidden in that's the mansion. That's my favorite part of it. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> I wrote this in my notes, too. It's like, I, I, I gotta find it. Uh, I, Ocean, I don't even... The, uh, Danny Ocean of the, the group comes in. He's like, there's a big safe in this hotel yeah. and we're yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. crack can you crack a safe and, and he was goes, like i can crack a safe i can crack a safe like your mother's legs <laughs> oh here like, it is i, know, I have... like i can open a safe like your mother's legs yeah 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 the exact line. oh so terrible and then they start like they start like a legitimate heist thing going on yeah. while while they're out like on i don't know they're they're in prison they're like yeah they're, and they're still yeah. doing this like yeah, whole that, heist it's insane i guess that i wonder like what would they do with the money if yeah, they got it? Right, they're in prison. Like the the cop is going to be like, "Hey, what? Where did all get, this money? Come where did you from? get these millions of dollars? But, I can't. I'm not going to let you take these this back to prison." But, but according to Kane, because of course, to crazy evil people, money means nothing. It's only material in the possession of yeah. the world. It, isn't all of the money pasted on the wall with yeah. like blood and butt gunk yeah. and all this other bullshit? Later, we house? go to Sino's lair, and he, the walls are <laughs> Sino. Yeah, the walls are like uh, papered with money which also like if you're a crazy killer I mean I I feel like it's hard to decorate any room but he's like one by one I will paste these dollar bills on the wall I want an aesthetic in here yeah (laughs) yeah yeah I have a thing I'm going oh yeah I just have oh yeah and and now there's a hidden safe with an old fortune because of fucking course there yeah that's what I have I love yeah I do love these kids have no foresight like their will like if they had a bunch of money that maybe uh, they'll still be able to sneak it into prison, hold on to it until they get out, mm-hmm. and then continue their lives as uh, no there no suspicion involved millionaires. Oh, and yeah. then of course the kid the kid Richie, who I just have in my yeah. notes as Richie Shitdick. <laughs> Richie Shitdick has blueprints for the safe. Because yeah. again, <laughs> of course he's like, where did he get blueprints? Yeah, for the has, safe? But that's the thing what? is like I think he actually said I, I could be wrong, but I think he said he got them online. They look like they're printed on pieces of eight and a half by eleven. I like don't he just care. printed them out off the internet. Also. And no, everybody else knows about this. Everybody else must know about the safe. But he's like, yeah, I'll just print it out and go also, take care of it. Also, if you, I mean, like, if you look at his printout, 
There are no maps on that printout. It's yeah. just text. It's just text. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's so going to decode it the long way. And then way. we're introduced to, and I've got names for everybody. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. The old creepy lady comes in, uh-huh. who I've dubbed Dame Broody Dench. Oh, boo. <laughs> That's almost as bad as <laughs> Ray Mysterious. So oh. Dame Broody Dench, who seems haunted or whatever, yeah. just keeps talking, but I'm not hearing anything she's fucking saying. Yeah, she and like I have, owns the hotel or whatever. And then my next note is, oh, God, no, she's Kane's mom. Oh, God. Three pages later, of course, I yeah. find out, of course she is. She's Kane's oh, mom. Oh, yeah, I was of watching that, and it was like, yeah, it's revealed she's Kane's mom. With a fucking dumb haircut. I wish, that was one that I felt like I should have seen coming. Like, I feel like I'm better at picking that apart, but as I was you watching so it, I didn't see it. Yeah. I, uh, I have a few notes of times when I stopped paying attention. Like, I got some emails to, while I was watching this movie, okay, and I tell us, please tell us those times. No, uh, well, I got, an, I got an email with some 9-11 memes, uh, okay. and I, took, I mm-hmm. took a few minutes to go into those, and I don't feel like I missed anything. Uh, at one point, and I, I think this is, on, this is way later in the movie, I, had, I was watching it like on Hulu on my laptop, and I had had the movie open on one side, and on the other side, I was watching a picture that somebody posted of like, uh, like what was it, uh, seals? or something or otters or some shit like cuddling because Aww. it was so much better than this piece of shit movie. I, like, I was like, I, I was like, oh, sea this otters is, nice. is better than this is nice. People, well, yeah. Uh, so, okay, so the movie ends with oh, uh, also there's a sub note of um, well, let's not get to okay. the end. Just no, no, uh, we got a lot to talk like about. Kane, he doesn't. He doesn't kill women who have crosses tattooed yeah. to them. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is my favorite part. This okay, is right. one of my favorite parts right. in it. Uh, we have uh, one armed cop. Uh, or what was? Do you have? I don't care. I'm going to call him one armed cop. He was Lamberdine. Uh, Lamberdine. 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 Go like go, is like the first couple get murdered, and then he's yep. like regrouping with the teenagers. He's like, I think, I think why. Well, but he's cool because he smokes. Yeah, I he's think cool. why Sino didn't kill this girl is because she had religious tattoos. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how the fuck did you come to that conclusion he got his arm chopped off yeah, instantly yeah. he watched his friend die and he's like as as he was thinking like laying there on the floor bleeding out he's like Wait a it was probably the tattoos <laughs> the tattoos probably saved her. <laughs> but, they, but they did set it up with like there were a lot of, there was a lot of like crosses and stuff in that original house yeah. oh please and it is just but, it, but uh, something i thought was really funny is he said that immediately died yeah it was just like he got the The info out now he's dead the movie he they kind of set him up a little bit as the hero of the movie he's he's, i know from the beginning he's the guy and he dies lamberdine dies 20 minutes in and barely halfway through it all a hook (laughs) comes through the ceiling and it's like and it's like yeah he's cool again yeah he smokes he's a cool cop thinking all right he he's cool he gets it he's gonna he's gonna be on their side nope hook through his head I didn't even give a shit about this character, and the only <laughs> character that I did not not give a shit about is now dead. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Oh my god. It was it was truly bananas. And then my um uh, uh the character that I've dubbed Free Dogs, uh <laughs> she she's the one who loves is a dog lover. Uh she like. Oh, yeah, there's this, a stray dog comes there, in. The stray dog comes and like she tries to feed it, and then the sociopath like throws a beer can at oh, the dog. Oh yeah, 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 douche like, bro, douche bro, douche bro shows. Douche bro yeah. throws a beer can at the dog to really yep. show like he's a piece of shit. Also, you might have fucked <laughs> He also might have beat one of the other women at some point. Like, oh yeah, I forgot that, about that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the girl who's a the religious. By, the, by the way, yeah. uh, did you notice at the beginning it said Australian casting? Some of these Australian yeah. actors and actresses were horrible at covering up their. Australian accent sometimes. It did come out a couple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, this actress, uh, she looked like a combination of CSI's Georgia Fox and Gina Gershon. So she oh, is God. Georgia Gershon. She's so. So you're talking about Georgia Gershon. Georgia Gershon's like feeding the dog. Yeah, yeah. And you think like, oh, she must be a good guy. Maybe she'll live to the end. Oh wait, is that normal good chick? Normal you're good chick. Normal good chick. Free dogs. 
Wait, the one who wants to free the dogs. Is she the one? That, I mean, I'll let you finish with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just like this one because she's she's feeding the dogs. You think, okay, this is the good one now. Oh yeah, right, got, right. You always have like the like the young like virginal one, right? Sure. And then all of a sudden she's like fucking some dude because he whispered into her ear, uh, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you." Of course she dies, but mm-hmm. she gets thrown out of a window while she's got like a fire hose tied around her leg. She falls like four stories, breaks her arm for yeah, some yeah, reason on arm. the ground. She doesn't go all the way. She just like just her arm lands breaks and she breaks arm. it. The and the dog, dog comes, comes out. The dog comes out. Taste has has a taste for what blood. He tasting. Yeah, he licks up some blood and then barks, and then a hundred dogs come out of nowhere God. and eat her like a swarm. Of piranhas, like I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's how that's how dogs work. Like the irony in that, like I love. Uh, there's a few like really ironic deaths, like oh she uh, she likes dogs, so how does she die from yeah. dogs eating? Yeah, her? and that one guy liked his eyes, and he got his eyes ripped out. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, douche bro, who we thought for sure was going to get killed, uh-huh. lives to the very end, gets Dude, out in yeah. everything. Yeah, the douche bro who's like, I oh, beat women. Changed. Yeah. He beats women and he's like, oh, he gets to live forever. Also, the guy, uh, uh, the guy who who's after the money, who's on the heist, he gets crushed with a safe. Like, oh, everybody's yeah, that's death. There's right. oh, wow. a lot of real ironic deaths here. I just want to give I, a nod to the writer. I think I kind of, I think I missed that death. I think by that point, I'm yeah. like, you're I checked out. I mean, he, didn't, Shit. he didn't really have a great death. Yeah, they didn't. I feel like uh, there is a see no evil too. Uh, oh yeah! I feel oh yeah! Yeah, yeah. Like he survived. Listen, subscribe now because one day we'll do twenty fourteen too. <laughs> like I feel like he survived just because you didn't really hear a crush. It was just like to me, it was like he just sort of got like pressed against the wall and then he yeah. passed out. Maybe like I the don't other know. people had like a hook through their head or whatever. Listen, Sino is good oh, right. at killing. He's he probably scooped out those eyes. I, he's got to have done it. Um, Maybe we didn't every see it. every wrong. time somebody. I love I love the the metaphor of like every time somebody's eye was scraped out. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, that sounds so great right now. Did Just you get eyes my scra- eyes scraped out. <laughs> if I could have my eyes scraped it's out, like, okay, so I'd be happier. Thing. Yeah. So, uh, the, the movie ends, of course, with Sino. Uh, he gets hit in the back of the head with a lead pipe. And then maggots spew out of the back of his head for yeah. some reason. Oh, wait, wait, wait. yeah. yeah. And then the pipe thing. gets jabbed through his eye, and he's mm-hmm. still alive. Mm-hmm. And then he falls out of a building. A billion stories. And then a billion story building. <laughs> and then, like, and then he hits the ground, and there's an x ray zoom into his chest of a piece of yeah, glass. Yeah, the more piercing his heart. Yeah. And then his heart stopping. And then after credit sequence, yeah, spoiler, sh- uh, the dog comes out and then pees into his empty eye Directly socket. into his empty eye socket, that- which, by the way, is another metaphor for this movie. <laughs> Thanks for pissing into our eyes We're for pissing- 85 fucking minutes. We're putting piss directly into your brain. You're pissed in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing that, hit- so you mentioned he gets hit in the head with a pipe and then maggots start crawling out of his head. Yeah. But that's the thing that gets established is that he got shot in the head uh, by... Lamberdine. Lamberdine. Yeah, yeah. He gets shot in the head by Lamberdine in, in the, the original, first, scene, first in the, scene. Like where, yeah, where his he got his arm cut off, but he survived it, and then now maggots live in there, and he like lives with his mom in a weird, abandoned, burned out hotel, insane asylum with an Art Deco style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, for, and for that end sequence, I do have. Um, I just have fuck. This is worthless. They spent all their money on this goddamn dumb fake shitty fall sequence. Uh, yeah, that's true. That was uh, it looked expensive, but not worth it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and he falls in some fucking worthless, stupid, ultra-violent CGI falling sequence. Look like looks like straight Mummy Returns quality effects. Another <laughs> WWE-ish yeah, yeah. adjacent Mummy film Returns. The, the worst effects in that sequence. Yeah. Scorpion um, King, real yeah. crap. Yeah, that's that's what I have. It's just, I, and I just have fuck this is worthless a lot. You know, I, I the whole time I kept on thinking like as he kind of got more. 
Like, let's let's be real. Sino has something wrong with him. He's got some kind of mental problem. Oh, right? yeah. Okay, I didn't realize. I, I think he's got a... I, I honestly think that this is, like, just a slightly different version of Forrest Gump. Like, this is what could have happened to Forrest Gump <laughs> if fair. he had a different mom. <laughs> okay, so... Um, oh, and of course he turns on his mom last minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But he, then, you know, says evil anyway. Yeah, he kills... He, like, throws his mom into a wall. She gets yeah. impaled and, and she dies. She impaled through, like, the back of her head. With yeah. Norman! Norman! <laughs> yeah. We've seen this. Yeah, yeah. And that movie's way better. <laughs> well, okay, so... We've talked about what we don't like about. We've talked about what we don't like about the movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, everything. Um, Yeah. Okay, let's talk about things that we did like about the movie. Yeah. Um, Personally, I thought that Kane was a very good movie villain. Like, I thought that he played he played the role of like he's somebody that I could see being a Jason. He looked like uh, he looked real scary. Yeah, a, a sweaty like bleached pig uh sure. <laughs> ready to kill people he was great he was great as a as a movie villain i buy that i mean yeah I, i'm gonna give him i'm gonna give him kudos for th- those ironic deaths they really kind of did like these people make their own fate sure yeah. oh yeah oh and it got very saw-y by the way yeah like, overly saw-y well um, when uh, they got people to the... make their own fate yeah. traps that kind of yeah bullshit. other i will say other than his 25 cent vending machine teeth i, I actually kind of did like our own glenn jacobs Kane. yeah as Jacob Goodnight, yeah. aka Sino. Sino. And then, um, <laughs> to be fair, um, I really, I did really like some of the deaths. Like, mm-hmm. like I. Actually, what was your favorite one? What was good? I mean, I guess that um, I really. I mean, it was it was a little bit hack, but I mm-hmm. really liked the um, the scene where the lady got eaten by dogs. Yeah, I thought that like that was you know like I, I laughed. I thought that that yeah. was that was like a nice unexpected twist of like I wasn't she gets, expecting that, of like yeah. her, her boyfriend or whatever yeah. lowers her out of a window. And then uh, they're like the the she, she's tied to like a, a fire, a fire hose, hose or something yeah. like that. And then the fire hose stops. She starts getting pulled back up. Yeah, you reveal think gonna get her. Reveal. Yeah. Kane pulls her back. Like Kane, you know, has killed her boyfriend. Is pulling yeah. her back up in the hose. Yeah. Uh, then you know he he drops her. Seems yeah. like he's having the time of his life when he's doing <laughs> sure. it. Sure. He really did like have fun with that death. Yeah, Every yeah. other one seems so like motivated by like this weird like. Goal and that one, he was like, "Well, this would be fun if I drop her." Yeah, yeah. He just kind of smiles and drops her. I will say, I thought the dog one, it it was stupid. It was, and it was like, because yeah, like I thought the same thing. It's like like a fun horror movie. Yeah, it was, but it's like, oh, dog enters, tastes blood, calls in the pack, and now they all eat. And I'm like, yeah, this is. I laughed, but I thought it was still dumb. However, one death I legitimately loved because I just think you know some people are actually deserving of this is uh, when he shoves the cell phone down the girl's throat. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I legitimately loved that. Barry kills a girl by shoving a cell phone (laughs) down her throat. Yeah. But it wasn't so much this. It wasn't a sexual thing. Oh, I it just, felt like it. Well, maybe it did to you, Stephen, because you were locked up in a cage. As Listen, a child. if you've never fucked your girlfriend and shoved a cell phone into her mouth, then you guys are crazy. Well, <laughs> specifically a Nokia. Yeah. We are the craziest people. I gotta um, say that was that one was fun. I yeah. legitimately because I don't know people on cell phones sometimes are kind of annoying. Yeah. And then she didn't even put it on silent. Like what a dumbass. What? Well, and so he shoved it down her throat. And that I was, was fine a, with that. That's another horror movie thing that I, I had this happens in a lot of movies but this one it bothered me it was like there people are yelling a lot and they're also trying to escape this guy who's clearly in the building with they're like oh god help me get down it's like uh, you know 
he's gonna hear you. Like, yeah, whatever happened to being quiet and like sitting in the closet? Yeah, what happened? They're like, no, these are the loudest people. But it doesn't mm-hmm. matter because Sino has rigged the hotel with a series of like strings and bells because it's saw. Not established until saw. forty-five minutes. It's not in. established until yeah. forty-five minutes in because this. Yeah, it was. It was like free dogs and some and uh, uh, the other guy. They start like hooking up on the bed and yeah. the bot like the spring on the bed is like tied and, to uh, a pulley. Sino's internal dialogue that sounds like fucking. Yeah, it's amazing it's like, how no matter how simple these guys are they, they they have a very great understanding of pulleys and levers it's all these pulleys and levers to ring a bell with a yeah. like a label to which room it is and then he's like oh well i know where the, my next killing's gonna be <laughs> um, like, what a fun oh right, so uh steven what was your favorite death um let's see my fa- i mean i do think like my favorite part like my favorite death was it was the first two uh, it was uh, Lady Chaperone, and then like I think it was Young Kid, who was Richie Rich, I believe, mm-hmm. and I like that Richie Shit Dick, Ricky, Richie Shit Dick, because they got they both got pulled in the elevator, which which I was like two getting pulled in the elevators back to back, but whatever. And mm-hmm. both of them had like the elevator like closed on their limbs, and I was like really two in a row of like in the elevator, and then like the elevator closes on their limbs. Oh and, yeah, like, he opens just kept again. banging everybody on doorways, which was yeah kinda funny. It was really like it was like a weird thing. I'm like, are they going to keep doing this? Is there some meaning to this? And it's no. No, it's just a two a weird little pattern out of nowhere that goes away. Another, so that that those two were my favorite. Another thing I liked for no good reason that we didn't bring up, I just want to make sure I mentioned, was that older lady who was like a, a correctional person. Yeah. yeah. And she decides you know, yeah. Okay, I am going to get married. And then she fucking dies. Yeah, that was weird. Wait, what? Lambert Lamberdine was talking to her. They were having like a shot in like an old bar. And yeah. by the way, I why are they trying to clean an uncleanable building? I don't yeah. care. I don't know. Yeah, why they, would they? Do? Yeah, it's like it's burned in 1971. They're like, now let's clean it 30 years later. So anyway, they're sitting. So, at, they, so they could turn into a homeless. Y'all. Sure, of course. <laughs> so they're sitting at the bar drinking liquor that I guess is there. And he's yeah. like, oh, you know what? You, you think about getting married? And she's like, oh, yeah. I'm thinking about it, but I, I'm taking it for a test drive. Yeah. And he goes, well, you should, because he's a good man. Or so I don't even know what yeah. the fuck they're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> it's like, and then the, she goes, yeah, you're that- right. And she walks away and gets in the elevator and takes it on. Oh, because he, he asks, why are you wearing it on the wrong hand? So then she gets in the elevator, takes yeah. the ring off, puts it on the, the the correct hand. Yeah. And she goes, something like, I think I am going to yeah. get married. And then Kane comes her- in and good. Yeah. It bashes her. This is when I was doing my 9-11 meme, so I also missed Stupid. it. But it was. Uh, uh, it was a shocking death within like a weird subplot that had no real setup or payoff. And then it was like, well, she's dead now. So whatever. Yeah. Oh, OK. It's great. Okay. Something, oh. um, something that I think is really interesting about Sino Evil that like specifically being a WWE film is like uh, the WWE is sort of adjacent to Hollywood but like not entirely Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, still very circusy. Like, Vince, yeah. like it's still very circusy and carny e. One, so Vince McMahon, uh, who's a very sane and uh, even-handed man, and an executive producer um, on this film. Uh, there's a scene in the movie where Sino <laughs> is like masturbating while looking at a girl in a cage. Yes, yeah, that was super weird. Uh, oh, yes. uh, Vince McMahon's note. He wanted his penis to be three feet long. That is absolutely correct. No, you're fucking with me. No, no, no. That that comes from... No, I think they made the prosthetic for it. Former WWE writer and creative team member Dan Madigan has gone on record in an interview by saying that Vince McMahon had a note... That that he 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 had a suggestion and he was what? like I want Kane's penis to be three feet long and none of the producers were saying anything about it for a while three feet long yeah um, 
What the fuck? Also, um, when they had the red carpet premiere for this movie, <laughs> it was a they had to walk down a penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, when they Can we at least the, have people walk down the dick? <laughs> this is WWE Studio. This is WWE Films' first major motion picture. <laughs> Uh, like you yeah. know, of course, a, red, a red carpet thing. You're supposed to like wear suits and ties. Yeah, yeah, fancy. Yeah. They made Kane wear no shirt and his ring gear. Yeah, he oh, just shows really? up as the big red monster on the big red carpet. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, well, uh, Nick will show you a picture right now. It's um. Oh my god. Yeah, that, yeah. The uh, thing, like, just that is it, that kind of does speak to like how weird yeah, like, everything right, yep, is. There, there he is. There he is. Yeah, there, there he's he's just in, in his, his ring gear. Yeah. And that was like later, uh, 2006, unmasked Kane. Yeah. Um, and then, that's uh, insane. In addition to that, uh, be- just because wrestling, they, like, there are multiple levels of reality to it. Around when this movie came out, um, the movie came out on May 19th, which is a wrestling fan that date will <laughs> forever be burning your memory. And, May 19th. And the way that they promoted it is whenever anybody said May 19th, Kane would go insane. But like on Raw, like in WWE wrestling, it was like this weird How often crossover. do specific dates come up in wrestling matches? Not I mean, uh, What are you doing May 14th? May 14th, often. I'm busy. What and about like, five days later? You mean May 19th? Raw! It was no, just, this is literally what happened. There's so he, many like, levels of like, what? Like he started carrying that hook that he uses in the movie around and sure. he uses it as a weapon to like drag people around. Wow. All um, in an effort to promote the movie. Like, in Kane continuity, in Kane's storyline, is May 19th is the day that his parents were killed or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. So, but, like, they, they tied it in, they tied him being he set the a movie monster yeah. into the reality, promoting, yeah. into the reality of the show, mm-hmm. into promoting them. I mean, it's just like... For, so further many- proving that uh, WWE and everything it touches is fucking insane. Yeah, you know it is. Well, and by the way, here's a picture of the... Uh, promo Cino stuff for Sino Evil too. He's now got like a face mask. Yeah, that's so. fun. Yeah, he ca- yeah he gets a nice little protector for because you know last time he got a pipe to the skull. Yeah, because so he's fucked up. He deserves he deserves so. to get fixed. Oh, here's a, oh, so his, his eyes gone. Okay. Oh yeah, right. God, guys, we gotta watch Sino oh, Evil too. Let me see that pick. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so okay, next fine. podcast, we're doing Ceno Evil 2. Yeah. This is just a C- You should love Ceno Evil. Ceno Evil podcast. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's just talk about the two movies over and over. But, like, since then, WWE Films has hey, made, 19. like, a good. They've made a lot of movies. I, yeah. I, don't know, oh, yeah. I don't know the exact number, but they've made probably, like, a dozen, a couple dozen movies. Some of them, like, Oculus and The Call, have, like, done very well and, like, actually, like, know. you and, and know, won like awards and them, nominated for awards. And some people like some of them, like, The Condemned. I mean, just because Austin's yeah. kind of, like, a badass in it. Um, uh, I don't know. Do people like? I don't know. Do they like Twelve Rounds and the Marine? Do they like? I think shit? that the. Fr- I mean, they've made five Marines, so somebody had to have liked the first Marine. I've, right. This <laughs> is actually this is my first time seeing a WWE Studios film. Me too. Me too. So, which as a wrestling fan is insane. So, like, I'm not sure exactly how you know of, of the quality or how fun they are or whatever. <laughs> What's that new one with Dolph Ziggler where they just blatantly decided to just well you know they what just we're filmed gonna filmed it backstage at Raw. Yeah, we're just gonna film it in random arenas, if not maybe one show. And it's like um, Rusev in his ring gear just has a gun. But something that <laughs> I guess that something that's interesting about like the and something to kind of uh, tell Stephen and as well as listeners at home is um, the WWE they like Vince McMahon does not like being a part of a wrestling company and he does a lot of uh, I guess like kind of carny stuff to sort of talk his guys up. So like they, he doesn't call his wrestlers business. He doesn't <laughs> call his wrestlers stars. He calls them superstars because they should theoretically be bigger and more important than. Stars, celebrities, etc. Uh-huh. Um, call them wrestlers. Like uh, you know, largely these movies are used for wrestlers to star in. Yeah, the wrestlers like they, the wrestlers like starring in these movies, not because like they get a star in a movie, 
but because it gives them a couple week break from like the road wrestling road schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it like it's sort of treated as like this is kind of your vacation. This is vacation. Yeah. This is vacation. Work on a movie. Go film a movie. And then they can also say that one of our superstars is in a movie. Yeah, we made a movie. Uh, I want to. I'm just. I just want to share with you guys a couple Mm -hmm. of the uh, WWE films. Uh, They include the Flintstones and WWE colon Stone Age Smackdown, which only came out last year. Yeah. Uh, There's Scooby Doo WrestleMania Mystery. That's right. What we got? Ceno Evil Two and Jingle All the Way Two. Oh yeah, yeah. Starring Larry the Cable Guy uh, and Santino Marella. Yeah. What is Santino Marella? This is so and and yeah, you said they have five marine films. They also yep. have they also did Inside Out, uh, huh? which is not the the Pixar movie, but there's a movie a few years before called Inside Out starring Triple H. Oh, oh and they also did the the Chaperone. Yep, right? of course the Chaperone. What was that one that Big Show was in? It was like uh, uh it, yeah, it was like he was like a monk. It was like kind of Nacho Libre a little bit. There's Knucklehead. Was Knucklehead. That, that, was that, that was it. Knucklehead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where he was like he worked. He lived in an orphanage. And they found out, oh, he's giant. He's probably a good wrestler. He's please, <laughs> please don't well, make me watch uh, any of well, these. Well, guys, this was, I mean, so I think we should just uh, we should rate, rate it. this movie. Okay, yeah. so guys, what would you give the movie that was, and let's just go through the series of working titles, which mm-hmm. was originally called the I Scream. Oh, no. Then the E-Y-E. Then the Good Night Man. Sure. Then Good Night before See No Evil. Wow. Well, well, All right, um, so what would we rate in this on okay, a scale so, of... One, I, one, one to five, five magnet heads? One pipes through the head one. out of five, five pipes through okay, the head. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I'll give it a two. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this uh, oh, here comes. a three cool. pipes to the head. Once again, probably your highest rated thing <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. I liked it better than almost every wrestling match I've ever seen. Actually, probably better than every wrestling match I've ever seen. Yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> Nick, go ahead. Nick, what do you think? How many pipes to the head? Oh, Christ. <laughs> I wish I could hit myself with ten pipes to the head <laughs> watching this movie. Yeah. Can I give it lower than a one? Go for it. You can be the first one. You're going to give it zero pipes to I'm the giving head. this 25 negative, negative Lamborghinis out of five. <laughs> 25 <laughs> negative uh, Guys, the scale has been blown up. We're just yeah, <laughs> we dropped the scale. I mean, I think that a couple episodes ago, somebody rated something 20 stars. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and I divided it by um, 10, so it's fine. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> so... Um, cell phone death, five out of five. Five out of five. But those, overall, those overall cell very phone deserved. Death. Overall, like, did this entertain you guys? Uh, I, I honestly liked it better than a lot of the matches I, I watched. I figured you would. Yeah. I mean, if I was going to say, did it entertain me? 1.4. Yeah. Well, I guess that for me, it's like, we, you know, like this is a movie that like, like Nick was saying, if I was at home with my friends and we wanted to watch like a bad horror movie, this, sure. this, I would watch this. I like, want to say that we did this wrong. Like we should have. Post just, it up. We should have together. all seen it together, podcasted immediate Grabbed after. A 30 pack. But we didn't do that. We decided no. to go see it on our own, uh, coldly analyzing them in the bright light of the day. <laughs> well, yeah. going, like, well, then you know what? Let's, I will say, I don't want to see any of these fucking movies again. But in the interest of this podcast and what we do and mm-hmm. comedy and wrestling and fun, and, mm-hmm. and sure, I'll sit there and drink a few beers and watch it. <laughs> I will sit down with the two of you and I will watch See No Evil 2 together and come back and do a later podcast on that. Yeah. So subscribe and iTunes guys um, yeah. because okay, we great. know that you subscribe to this podcast to hear about wrestling so let's talk about a shitty movie <laughs> okay um yeah and now, on the mat. and now because we love your questions it's time for us to answer some of wrestling's greatest ray mysterios Ugh. from right guys write something better dame broody dench <laughs> broody dench <laughs> from uh listener ryan hitchcock everyone more or less gets along behind the scenes right 
but there are instances of there actually being bad blood between two wrestlers that was actually incorporated into a storyline. Hmm. Also, have there ever mm-hmm. been two wrestlers who have had bad blood for a ridiculously petty reason? <laughs> um, yes. That, that Ryan, thank you very much for that question. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Ryan um, Hitchcock. Yeah, they're, uh, they're actually... They're, like, I mean, like we've said multiple times, wrestling has multiple levels of reality to it. And there mm-hmm. are wrestlers that have had legitimate bad blood that they've tried to translate into an angle on TV. Um, there's a wrestler named Matt Hardy that, that's who what I was uh, dated a woman named Lita. Uh, like uh, a wrestler named Edge uh, slept with Lita while Matt and Lita were dating in reality. Matt posted about it on like a blog or something like that. And he actually got fired from the company. Yeah, he was briefly, gone for gone. like six months. But uh, smart internet wrestling fans found out about it. So they were chanting... We want Matt. Go, Matt. Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you screwed Matt at like Lita and Edge and stuff like that. So they they had to bring Matt Hardy back to acknowledge it. So they brought Matt Hardy back, and they had like a feud that was like it very much was like I, mean, I think the things like this are sort of called a blood feud, where mm-hmm. like they translated that the previous indiscretions of of Matt and Lita or whatever into like an actual bad blood feud between them which ended of course with edge demolishing matt hardy many 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 times but it actually no joke ended up being a pretty good i mean it's it's literally been documented as one of the wwe rivalries and one of that that series on the network it was actually a pretty damn good feud like matt hardy was actually on top of his he was a little chubby at that point but he was pretty much on top of his game storytelling wise he was still wrestling good matches him and edge i thought told a good story because it was fueled by reality reality. and there's also like uh like sin cara um uh he wrestled as a guy named mystico and he wrestled Mm -hmm. with a guy named um Das Karras Jr., who uh, wrestles in WWE as, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, who? Uh, from the League of Nations Mexican oh, wrestler. Oh, uh, Del Rio? Yeah, Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. They wrestled together in Mexico. Oh, that's uh, one of okay. uh, One of Sin Cara's, one of the guys in his crew pulled a gun on Del Rio, and they wrestled <laughs> in Mexico. For real. And they never played it up as a storyline in WWE, but whenever they would wrestle, you could tell that like Del Rio was actively trying to hurt Mystico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was actually a match where like the second the bell rang, Del Rio grabbed Mystico and uh, separated one of his fingers. And um, <laughs> that pulled tr- it off. That is true. And, Plucked um, it off his body. <laughs> and if you watch the match, like you know, Mystico's finger is at a ninety degree angle, and he he stops the match. Like it, the match was not supposed to be stopped. The referee comes out and is like, "No, you got to stop this." And uh, mm-hmm. so they wow. they have like a real bad blood feud that was never really like paid off as a wrestling thing. But right. they like genuinely hate and, each other. And uh, and Vince McMahon obviously being in charge of all this, right? Like he's the WWE guy, uh, especially with the what was it, the Edge and who? Edge and Matt, Matt Hardy. Hardy. Matt Hardy. Uh, did they pull out their dicks to see who was longer and how how many feet? Yeah, were and get. I was gonna <laughs> say, oh, yeah. uh, Edge had a twenty five foot. Dick, yeah, Matt Hardy, twenty four. Well, that's that's how. So it that's why they were like, "Why well, just gotta go over?" And that's a shoot. And, um, and that's a shoot. And that's a shoot. Go to hell. So, so, <laughs> to further answer uh, Ryan's question, I would say that for the most part, people get along. There are instances where there have actually been bad blood between wrestlers that have been incorporated into a storyline. That happens not semi often, but mm-hmm. like you know, every five years or so, like two wrestlers will actually have a beef that they'll try to incorporate into a thing, especially if it's a pro- high profile. Sure. Yeah. And, well. Um, and I was also going to say, I mean, even, even it just briefly, we've also talked many, many times about the infamous, which a lot of people know, even casual fans, the Montreal Screwjob. Montreal well, Screwjob, which, sure. which really wasn't a storyline so much in the wrestling show, of course, up until that point. But the minute it happened, yeah. the, the next night, really, that from then on was when Vince McMahon 
came off of commentary, and that essentially launched Vince McMahon becoming the character of Mr. McMahon and becoming an on-screen personality. And from then on, creating Bret Hart leaving the company, Shawn Michaels being a, a huge dick... Uh, uh, DX was around at that time. That's when uh, the, the because Mr. McMahon became such a large character. That's the that was the rise of the anti-hero Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hmm. So that real life, like real thing life events, created a storyline. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. happens. I mean, that happens semi often. And um, like, uh, have two wrestlers ever had bad blood for ridiculously petty petty reasons? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it happens like, all the time. I yeah, think. Um, like there was a I forget his name, but there was a re- uh, like kind of a, a like a lower card jobber wrestler who borrowed a wrestler named Perry Saturn's car and he basically Who was like it? Or I forget or it might have been like Rene Dupree or something like car. that. But a wrestler I think it might have been Rene Dupree. He just he turned in the car late. It was a rental car. It was under this one wrestler's name and the <laughs> other wrestler turned it in late. And the one wrestler they had a match and the wrestler the wrestler whose car was turned in late and who had to pay a fine like beat the shit out of this wrestler in the ring. Like mm-hmm. you could tell really actively trying to hurt this man. Yeah. And Enterprise you didn't even top off the tank. I had to pay $9 yeah. a gallon, you bastard. And Enterprise is unforgiving. We know that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean there have been, there have been wrestling feuds for like just I mean like real life beefs for just the most petty. Sure. Like, you know, I think Sid and Arn Anderson feuded over like one of them snored too loud and like <laughs> and like I think yeah. that that led to Arn Anderson stabbing Sid with a pair of scissors or something. There's been some stabbings and things. I heard yeah, that yeah. Rene Dupree slept with Moppy, by the way, is what I heard. Oh, of course, of course. So I can't um, wait to show. Is Steven that an Mop. actual mop? Oh, you just. Oh yeah, Mop, yeah, Moppy's actually Perry Saturn's valet, who was an actual mop that he would carry around with him. Mm-hmm. That had a oh, face on it. Yeah, Perry Saturn, super respected, awesome technical wrestler, comes to WWE, uh, briefly cool in the Radicals, and then reduced to Moppy. Wow. Um, okay, so yeah. uh, you'll, you'll learn about it if you're a wrestling fan and you have questions for Steve. Oh, thank you, Ryan, for that. Yeah, question. thanks again, Ryan. Um, thank you. If you're a wrestling fan and you have questions for Steven, if you're not a wrestling fan and you have questions for Nick and I, shoot us an email at you should love wrestling at gmail dot com or send us a tweet at YSLW podcast. That's um, right. And then uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainment. Yep, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligor, G-L-I-G-O-R. Uh, and you can find me at Pearlstein, P-E-R-L-S-T-E-I-N. And folks, one more thing we want to tell you before we go. Because of you guys, we are so, 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 so close yeah. to making it to the oh. front page of iTunes. We've had a lot of listens, subscriptions, ratings. It's been great. You guys have been awesome. So today uh, and ongoing, we've been talking about our flair. Chop our way to the top of the front page review drive. Mm-hmm. For every five-star review with a comment that we have by next Saturday the 24th of April on iTunes uh, Joey will be giving Steven a Ric Flair knife edge chop while I will say your username and read your review mm-hmm. maybe in a dumb voice uh, so with your help guys we can flare chop our way to the front page of iTunes Woo! so, uh, so Steven do you, uh, do you love wrestling uh, you know after watching this movie did I gain a better appreciation for wrestling <laughs> No, no, I didn't. But I can tell but you. Do you love see no evil? I do love wow. see no evil. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can find us at YSLW Podcast. Or if you have match suggestions or questions, shoot us an email at youshouldlovewrestling at gmail.com. Nick, where can we find you on social media? Oh, guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligor, G-L-I-G-O-R. What about you, Stephen? 
You can find me all across the internet at Pearl Stein. And if you want to hear more podcasts, check out I Love You and I Like You, my other podcast all about parks and recreation. And while you're in the iTunes store, why don't you go ahead and leave You Should Love Wrestling a nice five-star rating and review. Thanks for listening to You Should Love Wrestling. Guys, we will catch you next time. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.